0: Hey, this is Mike Kovar, the schooner kid from Mallrats. You're listening to Jay and Bob Minute. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head.
1: Dueling genre.
0: Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 66, quite possibly the greatest Joey Lauren Adams Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry.
1: And I'm Chris Derkotch.
0: And always one to
1: overstay his welcome, I'm Craig Cohen.
0: (laughs) Well, Craig, yeah, this is a... I said Joey Lauren Adams was the the best thing of this, because I'd like to reward her for her week of hard work here. She (laughs) is. This is actually the second week she's had like this, where this week she's carrying it all with dialogue, where was it? Like three weeks ago, Chris? Where she had to carry the whole mit- through the whole week with her facial expressions.
2: Oh, oh yeah, where she oh. didn't even have a line.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm gonna get it a whole week of Ben Affleck or a whole week of Joey Lauren Adams, I'll take hers. Now, granted, yes. she was given probably a little bit better dialogue and a certainly a better location <laughs> to do it <with> at. <laughs> All right. So this minute starts with Alyssa still trying to placate Holden's ego and ends with the beginning, but not the end of a joke. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Craig. We're gonna we're gonna blue ball you on the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had to sit through a whole week of this nonsense. Ah, you didn't want the you didn't want the payoff. <laughs> yeah, so at the beginning, she's it actually last minute probably wasn't as bad. Last minute was more like heartfelt of like, "Hey, I'm just looking for the right person." There was a lot of that. This minute is kind of gets ugly.
1: And, and she, she kind of circles back to, and just repeats stuff she said in the first minute.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Well, we didn't tell you. We just gave you the same minute three times.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can't imagine having anyone in my life just like talking to me this long about this. And, like it, at some point, like honestly, aren't you tuning out at this point? You're like, I, I stopped caring.
2: Well, at <laughs> one point, I think he falls asleep because his eyes
0: <laughs> close and he doesn't look like. Oh, him. that's a bad moment. Have you ever done that? Ever fallen asleep during a conversation? That'll go well.
1: <laughs> I, well, I it,
2: stopped it, paying attention a lot, but I never it, actually it, fell asleep.
1: <laughs> well, it's the pre-cell phone age. Like, I mean, if this conversation happens today, you oh, know, he's like, texting. You're just reaching for your phone. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: no doubt. <laughs> Checking my Twitter,
0: <laughs> I, I see that a lot now. Like I watch old movies where they're like, you see like this situation going on. You are like, there is zero chance that if this happened in this day and age that people are not on their phone.
2: Right? Oh
0: yeah. You can, I mean, even this movie, you could do it. Like besides this scene, like there is so many scenes of like when they're at the the quote unquote train station, everyone's on their phone. Like they're out at the bar, people are on their phone.
2: Yeah, restaurants everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's how you know you are having a you are having a good evening when it's just like, huh. I mean, I've, I've, told, I've told my wife that on multiple occasions, Like, especially if we're at home, like you're on your phone, because sometimes, you know, you're texting, it's actually something important, Yeah. and I'll hear, did you even hear what I said? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And she's like, well, you just never listen. I go, if you start talking, and I'm not looking at you, and I'm not acknowledging anything you're saying, <laughs> I was like, at what point are you like, all right, this motherfucker's not listening to me?
2: <laughs> you well, were texting I, I, me. Jeff was texting me today, and we were watching the last episode of um, Walking Dead. Yes, I'm still watching Walking Dead. And um, I I was texting (laughs) you, and um, I looked up, and I said, what what just happened? And my wife said, if you'd stay off your phone, I'm not telling you. (laughs) She wouldn't (laughs) tell me what happened.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you'd have to tell me what happened, too, because I quit like a season and a half on that show. Yeah, yeah. I got up to, spoiler alert, I guess, for like seven seasons in, uh, when Rick died, quote unquote. Yeah, he didn't die. Um, I watched like two or three more episodes on Netflix. And I was like, I really don't. I just, uh, I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I just, I even, I had it like running in the background while I was doing other things, and I'm like, I still don't care.
2: <laughs> it has like ups and downs, but it's been more downs this the last couple years than ups.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that show for me jumped the shark when they stopped having the balls to kill the main characters.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It well, started to become a lot about like, hey, we got to protect these couple key characters because that's who everybody likes and that's when a show game of thrones had the same problem for me like once it became apparent that certain people were never going to die like because, daryl because yeah yeah so like once certain people were never going to die you're like they're totally safe which was the great thing about their shows at the beginning was like if you look at do you ever see the cast photo from the first season of walking dead oh yeah <laughs> and like i showed it to my wife she didn't start watching until a couple seasons in she's like who the hell are all these so, people
2: right now, who was the last major character they killed off
0: well, I haven't watched him in the last season and a half, so Rick, well, for me, think, but he I wasn't even think killed. It was,
2: uh, yeah, I still think it was uh, Carl. Coral. Coral. Yeah, coral. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. Even but remember you, you know
0: what else? You know what else went away was the um, the sudden deaths. That's what yeah. I missed from that yeah. show. It was like everybody started having the superhero deaths after a while. Well, because yeah. the zombies I'm are like,
2: such a non-entity now that they don't kill anybody. Everybody walks down the street and just stabs them in their heads.
0: Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Like, it it seems to be very easy to just stab somebody in the head with a screwdriver.
2: Yeah, they must have mushy heads or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, speaking of mushy heads, I'm looking at Ben Affleck's head here. Put a screwdriver right in there while he's sleeping.
2: Again, another... It's a shame.
0: It's the same. Joey Lauren Adams is just so cute, and she's just doing great dialogue. And she's like, and so here we are, and you know... I ended up in your arms, and it's so cute. And I understand that he's gonna—he's laying it up for the big joke at the end.
2: Yeah, that's all he's doing. He has a smirk on his face through this whole thing, except for that spot where he falls asleep, like right here. Yeah,
0: I still feel like this isn't even so much for him, as she's almost trying to convince herself of this.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe (laughs) that's what it is. Do you think anybody ever told her to use her inside voice? (laughs) (laughs) Even like at the end of this movie when she's freaking out, like it's that Joey Lauren Adams inside voice.
0: Well, I make fun of the one of my shows my wife watches is a uh, the fuck which one of it Chicago something Chicago PD. So there's a lot of Chicago shows. Yeah, I was gonna say, I the, was gonna say you, hope. Have you ever heard the one guy that was on there? If you just you could look him up. I forget what his name is, but like he's like, guy how's everybody doing. Hey, come on, <laughs> it sounds like my throat hurts listening to him. <laughs> so like every I can't help it. Every time the guy shows up on screen, he'll say something. over I'm like. Oh, get over here. I'm like that guy, he, the guy had to have throat cancer, right? And then I think I looked it up one time and I think he had an accident.
2: Oh my <laughs> I was God. like, oh, You're shit. Fun of him. Nice. Real nice, Jeff.
0: <laughs> he showed up and I'm like, hey, is that the guy from Monkey Shines? My wife's like, what? I'm like, I watched a lot of horror movies growing up.
2: <laughs> Which one was Monkey Shines? Is that the one where the, the quadriplegic guy had the monkey? That's it. <laughs> was it really? Oh, my God, I know that one, too. <laughs> Why do I know that movie? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's 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 the high quality entertainment. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I off mic. Uh, Chris was talking about the music, and it's def- definitely like the gentle tones that come with like a uh, you're getting a massage, you're laying down. <laughs> yeah, doom, doom, it's doom. terrible.
1: <laughs> Didn't the Soul Asylum dude do all the music for this movie? Dave Parner, yeah. Yeah, he did, did. did
2: he do this or did they
0: did they take I, this out of like the uh, the Miramax it, back catalog?
2: Right. Who knows? But it does say music by Dave Perner. He does that opening song. I know
1: that. Oh, do you think it was like Harvey Weinstein's sensual playlist? Oh, oh no. God. I now you ruined soon.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> now you ruined it. Too soon. Well, maybe not too soon. Maybe he's dead by the time this airs. Yeah. <laughs> You know what was real tough? I went back and listened to the first see- – when we did Clerks, yeah. and we're like four episodes in, and I do a Harvey and Bob Weinstein impression. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, oh, that <laughs> aged well. <laughs> well. Well, Bob's come out of this pretty clean, right? Uh, he had some stuff too, but he had like normal level you're a really rich executive asshole stuff <laughs> yeah. of like, yeah, he treated women and all his employees like shit. And like was that ever up for debate? Like at some point there is a dividing line between like you're just a – misogynistic shithead yeah, to, X like, monster. you're a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's some... That is a sliding scale. Oh, and I feel you like... you
2: see that guy's face, you always think about him doing that. He's so weird-looking. Gross.
0: <laughs> it's just like... It's it's someone who operates outside the real world because just imagine your, your wife's an actress and she comes home and says that happened. Right. And you're like, well, Harvey Weinstein's going to die today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... That's a phone call. Like, I, I feel like I have at least three friends I could make a phone call to and be like, hey, this happened today. So are you busy? And they're like, already on my way to your house.
1: <laughs> well, and that's the other crazy thing about it. Like, I mean, like, without the two of them, like, we wouldn't be sitting here having this podcast right now. And that's not to take away, like, the talent that Kevin Smith had. But, like, in 1993 or when whenever Clerks came out – there weren't a lot of studios that were buying movies and putting movies out like this.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That See, that's the shame. It's like, despite their complete scumminess, like, yeah. they accidentally put good art out there, but even when they were, before we knew all this, everybody hated them. Oh, yeah. Because they would do stuff like, they would Oscar, like, they were the ones that started the Oscar races of like, yeah. oh, we're just gonna like, pound people with Ads and money and dinners to get our people to win their Oscars
1: yeah. or buy movies and just bear- shelf them like never release yeah. them. Yeah, huh. they
0: did. They they were. I mean, they were cutthroat even then. Well, Isn't I think it's Clerks Two was the one that they said made no money, right? That oh, Kevin had yeah, to, Kevin had to sue one. the Weinstein Company.
2: Yeah, I think it was Clerks Two. You know yeah, because he made money.
0: Yeah, because he him and thankfully Kevin was good enough that he already hated Harvey Weinstein. They would already had their falling out where he fucking yelled at him. That's on one of his smodcasts. <laughs> yeah harvey got up at what was he harvey talking during what, what was it not cop out oh zach and Mary, and he basically was like harvey how about you shut the fuck up and sit down
1: <laughs> oh really i don't remember.
0: yeah he yelled at him and they never talked again after that
1: Wow. and then so I he'd remember, already broke when it first came out didn't kevin like donate a shitload of money to he something? stopped
0: taking yeah oh, all okay. the money coming in for clerks any of the weinstein movies yeah he diverts all that money to charity
1: that's wow. that's awesome
0: yeah. So like, he is the only. I think he is the only celebrity who completely put his money where his mouth was. He's not getting any of the revenue off of any of that shit anymore. What
1: yeah. Like Tarantino's not 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 taking the Pulp Fiction check. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No, no way. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, and even if Kevin had said, "I'm going to give 10 percent of all that shit away," it still is amazing. He was like, "I don't want any of it." To him, he was like, "It is fucking dirty money, and I don't want it." Now, two things that means to me: one, he don't need that money. Right, he's still making a <laughs> lot of money. Somewhere. He's, he's doing all right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got tusk money. He's got that yoga hosers. He's got that revenue stream coming in.
2: Wait till Moose Jaws comes out. You
0: yeah. know what? I've not heard about Moose Jaws Me lately.
2: He hasn't mentioned Moose Jaws at all. Jane's and Son of Bob supposed to be in that. We might have had to cover that, Jeff.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay because we're going to have, he's going to do another another clerks and another ball yeah. rats. Yeah. He basically already did another chasing it. Thank God. He wrapped Chasing Amy up already, so I don't have to sit through another one of these. Right. Because you finally watched Reboot, right? Yes. Craig, did That's you see it?
1: Yeah, I watched it. It's on Amazon Prime now.
0: Yeah, and he, like, they wrapped this up, and that, like, I, I, told, I said this to Chris before, like, I realized he didn't get a hold of Ben Affleck till like, that movie was almost over. Yeah. And Ben Affleck and Joey Lauren come in there and just fucking blow everybody off the screen.
1: Yeah, but, but spoiler alert for anybody yes. who hasn't seen it yet, um, yes. I, I didn't understand how Holden was involved, because didn't Holden
0: sell all his rights years ago? But they were doing like a retrospective or something. He was oh, supposed was, to do like he a. Was he was he just, was, he, he was just talking about it. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was doing like a. I think it was a panel. It was something. Something where he got there and talked about it. I guess because you're like, it's like you know what it was. It reminded me of like a Stan Lee thing. Stan Lee would get up there and talk about Marvel properties that he had fucking nothing to do with. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean that. But basically, that was his career for like forty years. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like, yeah, I created Spider-Man. Did you create these other things? Oh, I, I was there. <laughs> like, did you create Black Panther? I mean, I was like in the building. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'll... And then for as much as he did that kind of shit, I will always give Stan the pass because there was like a good like 20 years where nobody gave a fuck about comics. Right. And it was just him just He's pounding it.
2: still showing up at cons and
0: everything. Every Comic-Con, yep. he was out there hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. Until the MCU starts up, He was, like, the only advocate for years. Yeah. Like, he bridged that gap. He kept them, like, them and even, like, DC to a certain degree alive. Yeah. Of just, like, hey, I'm out here. Like, like, yeah, buy this and do this. So, like, it was his just desserts. So, before he dies, he gets to see it fucking take over entertainment. Like, he could have middle-fingered his way right out of here. Like, fuck you. I was right. (laughs) Yeah, instead, (laughs) you know. Now well, no. I don't know who I, they're going to replace Stanley guy. Cameos with. Like I don't know who they're going to put in there now.
2: Now I heard they still recorded quite a few more.
0: I heard they were just going to start dumping them in there digitally. That was the other thing. I did
2: hear that too. No, uh,
0: the last ones he the last ones he physically recorded were Mar Captain Marvel and Into the Spider Verse and uh, End Game. Oh, really? That's it. They were the last ones he did. Fi- now they could pull him from other things yeah. if they wanted to. Well, I got. I but they like said he
1: should just do like you know. Find like clever ways to work him in, like you know, have him in a a newspaper, you know, a picture. Oh, of like a the uh, the Alfred
0: Hitchcock like lifeboat thing. Yeah,
1: or like you or, like know, they open up an ad and, a, and it's him. Yeah, have his name on a movie marquee or something. Like you know, make it like a true Easter egg where you really have to
0: look for it. Or like he's he's the background. He's like a news commentator somewhere. Where you're like what was that? Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because they said even when he did the Captain Marvel one, which is a Mallrats callback. Yeah. yeah. They said he was so sick then, he couldn't even say the lines. Mm. Oh, really? Like, th- those aren't even his spoken lines from the day. They dubbed those from Mallrats.
2: Oh, you wow. know, when I saw Captain Marvel in the movie theater, I missed that part somehow. Yeah, I don't know if I have my face in the popcorn bucket or something. I was
0: gonna say, what were you doing? It wasn't even like no idea. I got news for you, that wasn't even like a blink and you miss it scene. Like that was a pretty long scene.
2: My wife and daughter both told me about it on the ride home, and I had no idea that it
1: happened.
0: I'm starting to think you have lost time. Like you're getting abducted (laughs) by aliens or something.
1: At least I had an excuse for not seeing that part in theater because we were about 25 minutes late. <laughs> oh, shit. So, like, and then it was funny because on the way out, my wife was like, I didn't understand that movie. And I was like, Yeah, because we missed the first fucking 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> Listen, if I was 30 minutes late to a movie, I'm yeah. like, We're not seeing that fucking no, movie. I told you, I got to see the 20 from before the movie. Oh, don't even get me started on the 20. <laughs> Chris said he needs to be there before the previews when the 20's still playing.
2: Yeah, I want to see uh, Maria Menounes doing trivia and shit. That's what I
0: want. <laughs> or a preview thing, like, for some show on TBS that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, I love that stuff.
1: Are, are most of the theaters there in Jersey, like, pick your own seat? No. Yes. Seats, so.
0: Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, there's still a few dirt theaters around where there aren't like that. but
1: Yeah, but I mean, that kind of got rid of having to sit through the 20, like no I, sh- I make them go my family hates it too and I make <laughs> them go I'm like we gotta get popcorn before the 20 yeah, comes on listen
0: <laughs> I even feel stupid making them go in there for previews cause it's like let's be honest you could look up every preview you wanna yeah, see yeah you could but they're not on the big <laughs> screen they're not on the big screen like listen I gotta understand when I got in there and I saw the preview for Top Gun 2 I was getting ready to fucking shout in there <laughs> listen and I realized that movie's gonna suck ass I don't care
1: it is, it is. it's gonna suck <laughs> I just like to get in before it gets completely dark
0: I, I gotta see the previews that's part of my experience yeah, I need yeah. to see it
1: well yeah I mean well does i mean lights go all the way down for previews don't they
0: they go like halfway Almost down
1: all the way down yeah, oh, they,
2: yeah. Go, yeah.
0: yeah. they still and then usually in most theaters the screen doesn't open all the way and the lights don't go all the way down yeah. until the the feature presentation,
2: the screen opening, still cool too. It looks, oh my god, it's bigger. The oh, screen's yeah. so much bigger.
0: I know it's such a it's such a cheap trick, and you're like, <laughs> it really
2: ooh. Is. here it comes, here it comes. I elbow my daughter. She's sitting next to me usually. <laughs>
0: yeah, I say that yet. Yeah, like when I went to go see, especially when I went to go see like Force Awakens. Yeah, like I was ten years old again. As soon as like the fanfare or like oh, the as soon as the Star Wars yeah. thing came, out, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Even then, I'm sitting there going, like, what's wrong with me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only good thing about theaters now, too, is, like, at least, you know, with the um, the reclining seats in most of the theaters, you have, like, a good what? A good foot to
0: actually navigate? Like, remember, Oh, yeah, where you're not like, crashing in everybody if you got to yeah, walk like, out.
1: But you're, you're, like, rec- you're, like, you know, folding your seat up and your, like, knees are up in your chest just so somebody right. can walk
0: by. I- I'll tell you what the next thing needs to be. They need to have, like, a towel that goes over me. So I can pee into something so I don't have to get up and leave (laughs) because these movies are all fucking three hours long.
2: (laughs) Don't start me up, Jeff, about three-hour movies. What I don't (laughs) like about the reclining seats is my wife always gets the end seat, then my daughter, then me. Now, if I turn my head to the left... I look into the eyes of some stranger that's (laughs) laying next to me. I'm not a fan of that at all. That's
0: me. You are living my world because we have the same amount of kids.
2: Yep, yep. It's terrible Uh, because my wife's like, I'm not sitting next to the weirdo, so I'm going to be on the end. And then she sticks the kid between me and I got some crazy person on the
0: other side. I have the crazy person next to me, the person coughing, the person, or better yet – Then the other adult sits on the other side and puts their fucking kid next to me.
2: Yeah. Oh, I've had that happen. I've also had the parents sit next to me and try to talk to me about the movie while it was going on.
0: (laughs) I did. This was like six months ago. I told the kid next to me to shut up (laughs) because he kept talking. He kept talking. I shushed him once. I did the nice. I went, shh, like that. And he shut up for like five minutes. And then he just kept yapping again. I just looked over and I went, Shut up. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'll tell you right now. solve the problem.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the parents don't care because they're them uh, next to you, so you could babysit them anyway. So,
0: listen. At that point, like, I was one of those. Like, I was getting so violently angry about something. I didn't need to. I was getting ready to have an explosion. <laughs> it was like I probably would have beat the parents up too. <laughs> yeah, local man in jail for beating up entire family. <laughs> Jeff, did Who knew he was Doolittle? that excited about going see fucking Doolittle?
2: I was trying to think of a stupid movie that you <laughs> went to. So did, did you really go see
0: Doolittle? I did go see Doolittle. That was the one I was trying to think of, too.
2: <laughs> How was it?
0: It's pretty much what you think it's going to be. Okay. Like, it's fine. Robert Downey Jr. is, you know, he's charming. Is it better it's than just, the Eddie Murphy one? I don't think it is.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay,
0: and certainly not for whatever the budget that movie was. <laughs>
1: I think they made three. Didn't they make one with Doolittle's daughter? Yeah they did. Oh my
0: god, they might have.
1: Yeah, they did. Jeff, did you see the Jay and Silent reboot in the uh, in the like in the actually like one of the two nights they showed it?
0: No. no, because when he came around I think I was busy. Oh my god, I looked up Dude Little. It costs 175 million dollars. <laughs> well, how much oh, do they, Did they Jr.
2: teach them animals to really talk? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap.
1: Daddy Jr. had to get th- what, thirty to forty million, probably. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> did he have the Iron Man suit? it's like, they were like wait,
0: you could have built an iron man suit for that
1: he shows up on set that first day they're like wait where's the iron man
0: suit oh my god eddie murphy's sitting at home just laughing just getting royalty checks for multiple doolittle movies coming like oh, okay 175 million here's money well spent meanwhile kevin makes this movie for $250, 000 and i gotta be honest this movie is superior to doolittle
1: well did anybody like see the trailer for do little and say that's a that looks like a
0: no i we watched it and we hadn't we had nothing to do one weekend and we're like i guess we're gonna go see this because we haven't left the house in a month <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah
1: i, I do want to say you know i mean we're going through a really serious time right who knows what but i kind of hope that one thing that is learned you shutdown you know maybe a little bit more selective. <laughs> <laughs> you're hoping that's the outcome of this <laughs> like i mean like i think we've i think we've accepted like far too long like the, the summer blockbusters
2: we're definitely getting quanti- quantity over quality at this point you're right yeah yeah.
0: and i understand like i get but i like i see i get like you get the big marvel movies but it's like it's when yes the marvel movies are going to cost 150 200 250 million dollars why the fuck does Doolittle little need to cost that much yeah, yeah. listen here's here to be me as the executive i'll be like you want to make do little okay can you make it for thirty million? Yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> then get the fuck out of my office because you're not making it. I could get Eddie Murphy in here right now and get that motherfucker made. Yeah. yeah. I just get him a. I give him five million and a fucking barrel of cocaine and that shit yep. is done.
2: And, and a closet full of clothes. He could be every character in a movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get fucking Tyler Perry in here, and be Medea's do little bitch, and make fucking hundred million dollars. <laughs> Hell, Luger
1: i mean that's a good lesson in like movie economics i don't think tyler perry spends a lot on his
0: oh no. i don't think so i don't think so either i was gonna Actually, look one up and i just realized i didn't know the names of any of his movies
2: <laughs> i bet he makes a lot of money on those movies but i don't think i he bet he
0: makes a, a shitload of money on those yeah. movies
1: well he owns the studio doesn't he like uh
0: he owns like i think he owns everything well his net worth is 600 million dollars so i guess he's doing all right
1: hey remember when he cameoed
0: Oh, yeah, but he's like an admiral for no reason. I'm like, what are you doing here?
2: Remember when he was the, the fly guy in um, the Ninja Turtles movie? What was that all about? <laughs> he was like the professor that turns into the fly.
1: In like the new turtle movie?
2: Yeah, in the new turtle movies. It was weird. All Actually, right, so I, wanted try- double,
1: I wanted to double back, Jeff. Um, last I had heard mall Rats was going to be a show. Are they doing it as a movie again?
0: Um, He's still writing the script again. Uh, the one that he was going to film, I think he's not doing now. That was going to be like basically Die Hard at the mall. Like so, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Yeah, well, he apparently he pulled some of that for, like, he threw some of that into Reboot. Like, some of that third act of Reboot would have been Mallrat stuff, just like he pulled a bunch of shit out of Clerks 3, which became, like, the middle part, because he likes to steal from his favorite writer himself. <laughs> but he's doing, now it's going to be Twilight of the Mallrats, and I have no idea what it's about.
2: Really? I didn't even hear that. Sounds like
1: a prequel.
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't know, is it a show? I mean, I think he's writing it as a movie, and he's going to try to pitch it again, because or, I don't, the problem is I don't think he needs to pitch shit anymore.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I, studios aren't really giving him money to make movies, right? He's doing, And
0: it- I don't think he cares. He said on his podcast that I just listened to that the next movie he takes out, he's taken out with his money. Like, he's not going to have any backers. It's going to be his money. Wow. Well, that's the first so,
1: rule of Hollywood is don't use your own money. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but his, I guess his feeling is, and I, I don't think he's wrong, is – What's his worst case scenario? Say he makes it for four million dollars, and he can somehow afford that. There's no world in which he's not going to make the four million dollars back on a on a tour.
1: Yeah, so like he'll make it on the road show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It even hits. You know,
0: it doesn't even have to like anything he made. So I don't know how much he makes off DVD sales. It's probably not a lot, or how much it goes to streaming. But I think he's sitting there going, "Okay, so if you make X amount from the DVD and stuff sales, and you know whatever merch, and then the streaming rights." okay, well, that's a revenue source that I'm going to have forever. You know, yeah. a little bit's always going to trickle in from that. Plus, if you made it for, I think he made that for $5 million. If he made $6 million on his thing, he's made a million dollars. Yeah,
2: so, I mean, you're good. <laughs>
0: because everybody's paid out already. You paid all the actors and all that shit's already paid. Like, right. that's done. <laughs> so I think that's the way he's doing things from now on. So you may see all the shit that he couldn't get made before, which could be a blessing and a curse.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last one wasn't bad. It wasn't bad.
0: I liked Reboot. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a, mo- a little bit more coherent story than, um, although I love it, Strike Back. Yeah. Strike Back was like, I love Strike Back, and it's really funny, but like it barely holds a narrative together.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. It's, it's pretty nuts. But, I mean, also the newer one, um, Reboot, has a lot of like, I don't know, it skips around a lot. You know, You're like trying to follow it. If you don't
0: know the stories, then it's hard to keep track of. Yeah. If you don't know the stories, you sha not be watching that movie. You
2: really shouldn't. You really shouldn't be watching that movie. You,
0: I, I, won't, I won't take any endgame nonsense of like, I'm watching this movie endgame, but I have no idea what's going on. Like, <laughs> did you watch any of the previous movies? No. I should be able to just walk in and know what's going on. No, fuck you. You no. shouldn't.
1: Well, my biggest critique of of Kevin Smith circa 2020 is I think in his classic uh, Chasing Amy uh the lows aren't quite as low as they are in his new movies. Like again, spoiler territory for uh, reboot. Like the whole court scene. There's some cringing.
0: The what scene? I didn't. I couldn't hear it. The, the courtroom. Oh yeah, that scene is weird. <laughs> It's <laughs> strange It's so weirdly You know what it was. It's just It's weirdly staged Like I don't understand It's like It looks like they're On like an SNL set
2: It almost looks like A
0: different movie Like it doesn't fit In that movie at all the, You know what The other one That strikes me like that And I know why It got done Because they had to Shoot everybody separately Is when you see Man and Chronic For the first time Right And it's Supergirl And Val Kilmer And all that yeah. But like And I know They had to shoot it, But like they, they didn't make it Look very seamless
2: <laughs>
0: And you're like Yeah this looks like You shot this for the film? trailer Which is what you did <laughs>
2: Yeah, they weren't really in that movie. Just felt all right, bad for Val Kilmer. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: but Val Kilmer asked to be in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he told them he couldn't talk because yeah. he had throat surgery. he couldn't he couldn't talk. He's like, oh he said, I want to be in your movie. Can I be like a like a background person? Can I be silent Bob? <laughs> like in the background? <laughs> and Kevin's like, no, I got a good role for you. Did you, oh, you, you might not have heard that because that was on, like one of his latest podcasts. He said he texted him, and then Kevin texted back. He's like, oh, I can do better than that. You could be blunt man. And then he said Val Kilmer wrote back. He's like, I don't know if you know this or not, but I played Batman once.
1: <laughs> he's
0: like, yes, I'm aware of that.
1: <laughs> That's great. Uh, Jeff, I want to ask you, do you, like, archive the, the Smodcast, or or do you listen and delete?
0: Uh, listen and delete.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm on the search. for.
0: Oh, they don't have it anymore? It's not on his website?
1: No, no. It's the, it's the hit hit somebody audio, audio read. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if he took it down. For, um, I forgot on, about that. I do remember that. I'm um, on surprisingly right. hard to find. In <laughs> you never know. Well, now that we're talking about other Kevin Smith projects that we want to listen to better than this one, um, at the very end, Ben Affleck says, can I at least tell people that all you need it was some serious deep? Does that? How far does he get? He
2: just says serious.
0: He just says serious. Um, we know what his answer is going to be. Well, what do you? Th- what would you think would be a, an appropriate thing there? Can I just <laughs> tell people <laughs> what you needed was some serious Blank. It's uh, like the match game. Yeah,
2: we're playing a match game. Whoopie. Uh, we need serious whoopie.
0: <laughs> you just needed some serious boyfriend material. You just needed my serious Van Dyke. <laughs> at least have tell people.
2: I don't know, but you should see the way I spelt serious in my um in my notes. It says S E R I O S serious. Oh my god. Yeah, that spells that's pretty good, ain't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you seriously need to go to your daughter's classes instead of. <laughs> Her. All right, I'm gonna ask this question I don't even want to ask. Does anybody have anything else for this minute?
2: I have nothing else. No, I was tapped out. Like.
0: All right, Craig, do you have anything else for this movie in general? Since, uh, is, uh, thankfully for you, your last minute.
1: Uh no, I mean I have fond memories of this movie, and it seems like maybe um, I should keep them as as a memory. <laughs> or at least don't watch it one minute at a time like a maniac. I used to have fond memories of this movie too, but. <laughs> actually i i I will say um before this movie came out i remember one day uh, my brother used to work um a weird and odd shift and he came home from work and he had the um i was just waking up and he had the the paperback it was a combination of the script for clerks and chasing amy and chasing amy hadn't come out yet and my brother's like i'm not going to read this until after we see the movie and, and I couldn't help myself so I just opened it up to a random page and I read the whole scene um, with Hooper X talking about yeah. Darth Vader nice. and I was on the floor I was like I can't wait to see this movie and
0: then of course <laughs> you didn't realize that was only going to be the first 20 minutes <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah it's you know I, I remember the anticipation movie level for this being pretty high
0: alright why don't you uh, throw your plugs out there one more time
1: alright yeah um, Slycast um, which uh, Jeff Ferry uh, and myself and a, a host of others uh, chronologically go the Sylvester Stallone movies one movie at a time. And in the early to mid-90s, uh, Judge Dredd may or may not have come out by the time you've heard this. Just uh, put Slycast in, you'll find. What... And thanks, guys. I always enjoy coming on and uh, and chatting with you. Did you pick
2: your minutes for Dogma yet?
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably going to involve the shit monster. Oh, nice.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, Chris, plug away quickly.
1: We are the
2: we are the doing genre. We are the oh my Jan- god! I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Jeff, I'm better when I'm drinking. We are the Jay and Bob Minute. We're on Uh Click through their Amazon link. Give them a couple bucks. It doesn't cost you anything. Go check out our T Public site. Search the Burbs Minute. You'll find us there. That's our old pod, our first podcast. That's it. Anything else, Jeff?
0: This is going to end badly. I want-